Welcome to the Front Porch Sports Radio Hour. Good afternoon and welcome in to the Front Porch Sports Radio Hour. I am Drake, joined in the studio by Clayton the Claw, and it is Thursday, February 2nd, 2023. And Puxatawney Phil, Clayton, saw his shadow. And so... It just it, some people. It, so I, I can I get it. You know. Thank God he's wrong two it, thirds of the time. That's right. That's right. I think his uh, Phyllis uh, uh, Tony Phyllis, his wife, is now living in Florida because he just she said he just lied too much. Is what the, maybe that was part of his. He's plan. such a liar. Maybe yeah, that just, was part of his plan. It might. It might have been his plan. <laughs> but he saw his shadow today, and that means if it's sunny today, obviously on uh, February twenty second in Pennsylvania, where Bucks Tony Phil lives, then that means we're in for six more weeks of winter. How great was that movie with Bill Murray? Oh, it's just you know, it's a classic. It'll absolutely go down as a classic. And uh, who better to play that part than than him? I mean, you know, Sean Elliott in the movie as well. <laughs> just a great movie. I mean, it 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 really was. It really was. So happy Groundhog's Day to everybody. I hope uh, if you're having a great day, it happens over and over and over again for the rest of the year. If you're having a bad day. I hope you can shake it off and uh, and move forward and things get better. Um, right now, as Super Bowl 57 goes, this is a Super Bowl 57 wagering update. Uh, the Philadelphia uh, Eagles are a one-and-a-half-point favorite over the Kansas City Chiefs with a 50-and-a-half over-under total. Um on Super Bowl, this is Super Bowl fifty-seven that will not be played this Sunday, but next Sunday, I, Clayton, and, and that's going to be played at State Farm Stadium, Arizona, in Glendale, Arizona, and that's where the Cardinals play. Arizona Cardinals play. It is, it is, and they actually use real grass inside that. Stadium. Yeah, they roll it in. They had, they roll, they keep it outside, and they roll the whole thing on like a huge. The only way I can explain it is kind of like it's rolled in like a. A big sheet cake. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? It's like, on, that a, be yeah, like on an assembly line. It just rolls. Yeah, right and in. it takes and it moves very, very slow on these kind of train track wheels and right. just, and it, it takes a few hours to do the whole thing, but they, they lift up one end of the stadium. It's kind of like a garage door that's the width of the field. And then from the outside, the whole turf surface slides in under that little open door that might be only say up two or three feet two or three feet yeah yeah it's really kind of a cool process speaking of grass and turf news out of nashville the titans starting next season turf really they're gonna turf nissan stadium well and they should yeah yeah i mean we were in we're in a we're in the honey spot uh, maybe they'll get hold of Mr. Marbot here in Columbia and his folks and get them up there. And, and I mean, we're in a honey spot climate wise now to where we should be able to keep, keep decent grass year round. 
Right. I mean, you know, sometimes it's going to get muddy. It's going to rain. I mean, it's going to get iced over in cold, cold weather. But for the most part, we're gonna we should, we should be able to keep a beautiful, beautiful plane surface. Well, it's going to be artificial now for the first time ever. So it's going to be interesting because you know usually like late in the year the the field up there looks brown. Oh, when you said turf, no, you meant, I'm you talking about astro astroturf. Oh, that's right. What am I thinking about, man? <laughs> shows it just shows you what's going on with me. Um, well, okay. And, and and the reason they're doing that, they give a reason. I I, I don't know if I believe it, but they said I, a lot of it has to do with the weather and um, the climate here in Middle Tennessee. The, what, I'm looking at green grass right outside the studio right now. Nobody does anything to that. Yeah, uh, it's very interesting because you know they have several. They have a lot of events there outside of football. You know they have. Uh, Concert, okay. They have so, other, but I don't know if that would. I don't know how that's going to affect the turf. But uh, uh, I don't know. Those non-contact injuries really scare me with guys on turf. They really do. Well, I'll tell you a story about, the, <laughs> and this was many, 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 many years ago. Uh, but I was, it was a Super Bowl. I, I had some some real interest in maybe an Alabama players or somebody was playing. And I, when I started playing it, close attention to NFL and Super Bowls and stuff, and I was probably, oh, who was that? It was that really after high school, it was college age. Um, man, I got fired up the Sunday following the conference title games. And got up that morning, and I was, you know, ready to go, going to watch the game and everything. Now. The following Here's the following <laughs> And I was just, you know, I mean, I was so deflated and let down and just mad at the world for not knowing that they take two weeks off from the conference titles to the Super Bowl. And like I said, we'll be in Glendale, Arizona. And number 12, the GOAT, is retiring. Can you believe it? Well, yeah. Yeah, I think – I think I think at some point in time this past season with the Bucks, Tom probably looked in the mirror and said, "You know, this is what I'm going through personally with my family and the divorce and everything. Is all is football really worth all that?" And I think he probably had a come to Jesus type epiphany uh, with his emotions and. And where he was in life, and what was important to him, and I think I think that had a big, I think that that had a big decision on him just hanging it up. I mean, and plus he's forty five, man. I mean, it's true. It's twenty three years in the league. Twenty three years. Um, Robert Kraft told CNN that he, the owner of the New England Patriots, said uh, he wants to sign uh, Brady for one day, have him back up to Foxborough. Foxborough and retires Jersey, which would be, which would be fitting for. I mean, you know, you know how many people love that guy up there in, in New England. I mean, Jesus. Look, Christ. I, I, I'm gonna tell you, I'm not gonna believe it until I see the opening week of the NFL coming up in September that he's and, retired and he's not out there. I, I just I've seen guys in other professions do this. They they talk about it. They say they're gonna do it. 
And then when it comes to time to doing it, they're back out. Well, you know, they're talking about getting them in the booth. And I'm no and I'm no broadcasting guru and or talent agent or whatever. But I did watch closely that golf match that he was in when he was yeah. playing with another pro against it was Justin uh, Thomas. Aaron Rodgers. Was Aaron Rodgers? Yeah, Aaron Rodgers was the other professional okay. football player. Uh, and let me tell you something. His sound bites and just his general broadcasting of that event, I don't see Tom Brady making it in the broadcast booth. I just don't I don't I, see no, it. I mean, and Jordan was never a guy that you would ever consider in the broadcast booth either. And right. if anything, all that's going to do is torture him. Yeah, because I'm I'm just telling you, if you're that big of a competitor like he is, it's just going to torture him. He's not going to have any fun. He's going to be thinking I ought to be out there. Yeah. That's why I'm telling you, I won't believe it till I see. It. Okay, well we'll we'll see what we'll see how that all shakes out. But I just don't think my personal opinion is Tom Brady Brady's future will not be in the broadcast booth. Of course, he has. There's no telling how much money he has saved up. I mean, Jesus, how much money does one person need? I mean, hundreds of millions of dollars. Absolutely. More uh, than likely. Um, LeBron James is in the news, and he's in the news because he is 89 points away from breaking Lou Alcindor or Kareem. also Kareem, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, not formerly known as Lou Alcindor. Correct. Um uh, holds the NBA scoring title with 38,307 points. And LeBron is 89 points from breaking that. And um, so he's going to have a couple of games, uh, two more games. This, uh, this Thursday, he takes on the – let me see here. Let me get this right. Let's see. The next two games – are against OKC, the Thunder, and Milwaukee. Um, and the Thunder games, the lowest price ticket, which is probably way up in the rafters, uh, is $326. And with an average price of $1,200 a ticket. I wouldn't pay a dollar to watch that crybaby play. <laughs> He is pathetic. And people want to talk about this generation and how soft they are. They grew up watching that clown. Really? Yeah, I mean, you, we had Jordan. This guy has played in the softest softest decade of this past 10 years. It's been the softest decade of NBA basketball I've ever seen in my life. I remember as a kid that you'd see scores, and you you, you know, the scores would be 90 to 85, 82 to 78. Every score now is like one twenty to one thirty. Nobody's playing. Nobody plays. Nobody defense. plays defense. Nobody. Nobody's bodying up the physicality until the playoffs. Well, it, I mean, you know it, what I mean. I agree, but it's just like last weekend when he when they were playing Boston and he didn't get the call at the end of the game. My children don't even act that way. Yeah, they they don't sit on the floor and throw a fit. Maybe when they were two or three years yeah. old. Man. He's pathetic. He, I, I'm just telling you. If, if, look, if you're a parent out there and your 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 kid likes basketball, do do them a favor and not allow them to watch the NBA. Okay, because it's not the way you play ball. I agree, I and mean, not the way not the way you treat the refs. Correct. Not the way you talk to the refs. Absolutely. The way you treat the refs. Whatever the deal is, it's a me business. It's not. It's about the individual. It's not about the team, and it's a joke. I used to love the NBA. Honestly, when Tim Duncan got out. 
I was about fed up then, but no. but but since Tim Timmy's gone, I, I just I, I can't watch it. It's garbage. Well, he has two more games um, to get to the eighty nine points. Um, That's it. Just two. Well, I mean, oh. I, I mean that they they are predicting oh, okay within the next two games, and then the third game following that is Golden State. Uh. So. Uh, Within the next three games, they think he will break Kareem's record. Oh, yeah, that's 30 a game. Yeah. And um, so, you know, good luck to LeBron, I guess. I mean, it's inevitable. It's going to happen. And this, you is know many, is, this is his 21st season. And I was looking at some stats earlier, and one stat that kind of jumped out at me, LeBron has scored 2,233 pointers in his career. 2,233 pointers, okay? You know how many Kareem Abdul-Jabbar had? You know how many three-pointers he had? Maybe three. One. One. There you go. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, so, so, I mean, so Kareem so that, made a lot more baskets. So Kareem made a lot – yes, Kareem made a lot more baskets. Well, I mean, you know, if you – Just by math. Yeah. I mean, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, so – Was the three-point line even around at the beginning of Lou I, No, absolutely you know what not. I'm absolutely it's not. Like Pistol so. Pete, it's like Pistol Pete Maravich. Imagine what his records in college would be if the three-point line was, was around then. I mean, it's just insane. Absolutely it is. And uh, it uh, – let's see. In the scoring world of the NBA – one is Kareem, two is LeBron James, yeah. three is the mailman, Carl Malone, who I liked a lot. Absolutely. Four is Kobe Bryant, and number five is Michael Jordan. And Jordan honestly retired, um, you know, or, well, he was out for two years. Then he retired, and then he came back. If he would have played 21 consecutive seasons, there's no telling how many points he would have. Jordan had 581 Three pointers. Kobe Bryant had eighteen hundred and twenty-seven. Carl Malone had eighty-five, and like I said, LeBron James had twenty-two thirty, twenty-two hundred and thirty, um, and Kareem had one. Shaquille O'Neal, guess how many three pointers he had? Two or three. One. One. <laughs> uh, so, uh, and, yeah. and that's the thing. Think about think about that though. Think about that stat. How many Jordan had? You said three. Jordan had. Five hundred and eighty-one. Think about that. That's uh, that's a fourth of what LeBron's had. And and th- Jordan's baskets were driving to the basket. It was a physical game back then. It yeah. Now, now wait. Now, in, in in LeBron's defense, he has a lot of in. He's had a lot of in. He's had a lot of inside inside driving to the buckets. And you know, LeBron LeBron can get pretty physical on the inside too. Yeah. Don't. But, LeBron's game isn't all from the outside for sure. No, but that's – think about that. He has almost 2,000 more threes than Jordan. That yep. means that 6,000 uh, – let's see. Yeah, I mean, how many did I just say? Uh, he has 2,000 more. Okay. So that's – So he has about 1,750. Yeah, no, no, who has more? LeBron. 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 Then Michael Jordan? Yes. About 1,750 more. Okay, so 1,750 times three – Right. I mean, that's that's a lot of points. Yeah. I, you know what I mean? Absolutely. That's, that's over 5,000 more points. Absolutely. Uh, the only other person that came, well, Vince Carter had 
2290. Reggie Miller had 2,563 points. 2,560. And he could stroke it. He could uh, flat out. Absolutely. Flat it's shoot. a beautiful shot. Absolutely. So, uh, very interesting. And uh, so that'll be coming up. And the ESP will be making a big deal of that. Oh, yeah. No, just like they did. Breaking in the middle Aaron of the Judge's program. home. Exactly. Yeah, all that stuff. Disgusting. Okay. <laughs> All right, that's, uh, that music is, means break time. This is the Front Porch Sports Radio Hour. Give us a couple of minutes. We're going to come right back and talk about gator bait from last night. Yeah. I'm Robert Rogers at Parks Motor Sales Buick GMC. Parks Motor Sales was founded by my granddad, Bobby Parks, and my great-granddad, Julian Mays, in 1958. We've been family-owned the whole time, and being family-owned, locally-owned, means you get to get your next vehicle or your existing vehicle serviced by the same people who stand in the grocery line with you, drop their kids off at the same school you do, and smile and are happy to see you when they do. So come see us at Parks Motor Sales in Columbia, Tennessee, on 919 Nashville Highway or parksmotorsales.com. American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning is built to a higher standard so you can focus on the problems in your life that actually matter, like the stair that only creaks when everyone else in the house is asleep. American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning, built to a higher standard. Call Davis Heating and Cooling at 931-388-2090 for all your home comfort needs. Davis Heating and Cooling is your local American Standard dealer and proudly serves the Murray County area. Find Davis Heating and Cooling online and on Facebook or call today, 388-2090. Hi, I'm Steve, the Garbage Man. Are you new to Murray County? We want to welcome you and your family. We are a local residential garbage service, and we want to be your garbage man. We've been around for over 30 years, so we have a reputation. Check us out at garbagemaninc.com or call Mike at 931-540-0919. You could also ask your neighbor. 931-540-0919. Are you thinking about a new fence? Maybe you need a pole bar. Then you should give Sands Fence Company a call. That's 931-309-1644. Will Sands has built his business based on the principles of honesty, quality, and integrity. Sands Fence Company has been in business for over 20 years, providing the community with farm, residential, and commercial fencing, as well as pole barns and buildings. Call today for a free estimate. Sands Fence Company, 931-309-1644. 931-309-1644. Hello, this is Rick Tillis with Tillis Jewelry in Columbia and Lewisburg, Tennessee. What are you looking for in a jeweler? Knowledgeable staff? Experienced goldsmiths? Or true custom designers? Experienced working with clients creating that perfect gift for a special loved one? Well, you have found them. Tillis Jewelry. We're this and so much more. Check us out at TillisJewelry.com or on Facebook and Instagram to see our latest creations. Tillis Jewelry, Columbia and Lewisburg, Tennessee. This is Elk Kennedy. The old saying is, happy wife, happy life couldn't be more true. Many years ago, my wife, Mary Susan, had major surgery on her back, but continued with chronic pain. Doctors were saying invalid, disabled, but then she found the Dr. Gill Center for Back, Neck, and Chronic Pain in Franklin, Tennessee. It has changed our lives. We visited there recently with Dr. Wendy Tui, saw the -the state-of-the-art facilities. Folks, don't take a pill. Call Dr. Gill. Go to callmepainfree.com. This is Jim Ross, and you are listening to Front Porch Radio, WKOM 101.7, located in Columbia, Tennessee. 
At Columbia Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram Fiat, you can always count on us for a great selection of late model, low mileage, one owner vehicles. All have been thoroughly inspected and are ready to go. You can even save time and buy online with our online shopping tool. Looking to sell your vehicle? Great news! We're paying top dollar for your trade. All makes, all models, and in any condition. Trade in and trade up today. At Columbia Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram Fiat, you can count on us. I'm Barbara Lincoln with Holland's Pharmacy. We have advertised with WKRM and WKOM for the past several years and found it to be very successful. I highly recommend advertising with them if you have a local business like ours. We're located at 1608 Hatcher Lane here in Columbia. We're open Monday through Friday from 8 to 6 and Saturdays from 8 to 2. Stop by Holland's for all your prescription needs where we have fast, friendly, courteous service. We custom fit support hosts for you also. Thanks for supporting Holland's and WKRM and WKOM. For 40 years, the Jewelers Bench has worked hard for their customers and provided the highest quality jewelry at the best price. They keep going back. Recent renovations have allowed them to expand their inventory. More high quality jewelry, custom vintage and estate pieces, and professional jewelry and watch repairs. They also buy gold. The Jewelers Bench, still here, still great service. 808 Trotwood Avenue, Columbia. Hey, this is Derek Ransom with Ten Pin Alley, voted number one family entertainment center in Murray County. We offer 32 bowling lanes, giant arcade, laser tag, bumper cars, and a full cafe and bar menu. We also specialize in group events, kids and adult birthday parties, company parties, sports team parties, and holiday parties. We're located at 322 East James Campbell Boulevard in Columbia. Call us today at 931-381-BOWL or visit us at 10pin.com. Ten Pin Alley, it's where the good times roll. Welcome back into the Front Porch Sports Radio Hour. I am Drake. He is Clayton the Claw. And we are located and in the studio right here on West 7th Street in downtown beautiful Columbia, Tennessee. And it is a cool 35 degrees. It is a very cool 35 degrees. Happy Groundhog's Day to you. February 2nd, Thursday. Uh, we've got kind of a – if you like basketball, I would suggest joining us Friday evening for the Murray County Public Schools game of the week between Summertown and Mount Pleasant at Mount Pleasant High School here uh, in Mount Pleasant, Tennessee, in the great county of Murray, in the great state of Tennessee. And – uh our broadcast will begin at 5.30 with the girls game to start at 6 and then the varsity boys game to follow after that. And we will also be bringing you the Columbia Central High Lions on our sister station on 103.7 FM, as we always do, with Mr. Smooth Barry Duke. I hope Barry – how's Barry's voice doing, by the way? I have not heard, but I'm I'm hoping that this time off and the postponement of the game right. on Tuesday has – 
allowed him to get a little better. Well, I and and I I, I do, and I'm sure all all the Columbia Lion fans and listeners that listen on the radio will be more will be tickled to death to have Barry back and me on the sidelines doing a little bit of color. Hey, you did great. Well, I, I mean, that was you talking about a, a blessing in disguise that you were there, man, like <laughs> Well, I don't know what we would have done. Well, I mean, his voice went out after the girls' game, and he just looked at me and said, I can't. I, I can't do that. I said, well, I'm going to try to limp through here. You did it. You and did get great. the boys' game. And it ended up going to over. Was it double, over. double overtime. So uh, we've had a pretty good run. Uh, we've had a pretty good run with the games of the week. We've had a double overtime game, Spring Hill and Page, and uh, as far as the boys are concerned, and then – the other night at the Ronald McDonald's Classic, we had a, a double overtime. So our broadcasts, of, as far as good games, are on a pretty good run, and hopefully we'll continue that at Mount Pleasant this coming night against this coming Friday night, tomorrow night against uh, Summertown. Yeah, I think the boys' game should be pretty good now, game. The girls' game maybe not so much, but you, you know you never know. That's why you got to play them. Uh, in Titans news, the Titans have parted their way, and this is not huge, but it is. They have, an, have had an employee for 40 years, Mr. Paul Noska, N-O-S-K-A, and he was the longtime equipment manager for the Titans, and Mr. Noska and the Titans have parted ways. We don't know really why, but Mr. Noska is a beloved uh, member of the Titans organization and beloved by – former players and coaches, and Paul Kaharski, which what would you call Paul Kaharski? A journalist, a, a media journalist kind of, radio slash, because he did, Paul Kaharski did a lot of work for ESPN. Right. And so I would say he, and he probably, he's probably, he probably did newspaper stuff too. So I, I would say he probably falls under just sports, sports, jur- sports media. Okay. So he, and he's a pretty, pretty well-known cat and, uh, Kaharski said that he was just a, a franchise institution, this guy was. And, I mean, he worked for the Titans in their equipment uh, management position or division for 40 years. That's a long time, and that's way before the Titans got to Nashville. So he's been with the Oilers organization and now with the Titans franchise uh, making the move to Tennessee. Since what, 1997? They were in Memphis in 97. They were that, in Vanderbilt in 98. Uh, and in 99, they opened up at Adelphia Coliseum. Right. That season they won the Super Bowl. Correct. Correct. Right. So, anyway, uh, so happy trails to you, Mr. Noska. And, uh, you know, everything rolls on. Now, uh, Alabama football news. Is Jeremy Pruitt going to be the next defensive coordinator? We'll see. This thing keeps dragging out. You would think that you would think they're probably asking the NCAA to, you know, tell us what's going to happen here. That you know, the SEC, give us give us a ruling, right? The SEC has already, from what all accounts, uh, they've approved it. They, they've said that you know, if he's approved by the NCAA, we're good with it. So. Okay. Well, uh, and you know, as as people that keep up with college football right now. Uh, the se- this is Senior Bowl week, right? Yeah. And so the Senior Bowl is Sunday, um, Saturday, uh, in Montgomery, Alabama. I believe that's where that is. And uh, it is, yeah. yes. 
So there's a lot of, obviously. uh, Mobile. 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 Okay, mobile. Obviously, there's a ton of NFL scouts and talent uh, predictors, raiders, ESPN, and all the sporting media is down in Mobile checking out these college seniors that are getting ready to probably then go into the combine between now and the end of April when the NFL draft is. Um, So, you know, as far as – as far as college football goes, everybody kind of wants to see where their star seniors are going to fall. And by by the senior bowl being held, it's just another way of being able to rate these players and where they and, and predict where they're going to fall in the draft, right. right? And who's better than who? And I tell you what, probably the the most the ones that make the most moves up and down the draft board are offensive linemen, defensive linemen, defensive backs, um, and people and, and players like that. The skill position players, as seniors, they've already seen most of them. Right. You know, there's some quarterbacks who will go through some motions. Uh, Hendon Hooker, from what I understand, uh, is is there, but he's not participating, obviously, because of his ACL knee situation. But he is in Mobile. And you know, there's a lot of uh, there's a lot of intellectual and mental testing that goes on, other than physical testing at at these at these type of events. Um, and I'm sure many of the teams want to sit down and just have a discussion with Hendon Hooker and find out, you know, who is this? Who what, what's he all about? Uh, how he presents himself? How he handles himself? Uh, in just a basic everyday conversation. I think that's important. Uh, just his communication skills, right? I mean, that's yeah. that's kind of what they want to figure out. They, they, they want to know um, if Mr. Hooker acts like he has his head screwed on straight and whether they want to uh, invest a high draft pick in, in picking him. I don't know how high Hendon Hooker will go. I mean, I don't think anybody knows at this point, but – uh, and I don't. I'm, I haven't really checked to see where he's projected, but uh, you know we'll see. So Jeremy Pruitt is the leading defensive coordinator now. Offensive coordinator for Alabama. There's a guy named Tommy Reese who's the OC at Notre Dame, and he's on. He is on Alabama. He's in T- in Tuscaloosa right now, in town visiting with Nick Saban and his crew. Because Nick Saban is looking for a new offensive coordinator. Bill, Bill O'Brien's gone. And their defensive coordinator is gone. So, and Cliff Kingsbury is in Thailand and won't answer the phone. Really? Oh, yeah. Uh, they Nobody's been able to get in touch with him. Him and his girlfriend left as soon as he got fired from the Cardinals. And apparently he's planning to stay over there for a while. And that if, is, and that if, is super interesting. And if you – had that kind of money and don't have any kids, good for him. Why not? Yeah. And Kings, you know, he just wants a break. Yeah. You know, probably the first break he's had from football in years. His, yeah, since he can remember, because he played at uh, Texas Tech and was a hell of a quarterback, wasn't he? Part of that Mike Leach. So you know, he probably he probably has been dealing with football since his, since he can remember as a little kid. Absolutely. 
And this probably just is just a, you know, getting to Thailand and laying south, south Thailand, the beaches in southern Thailand are just supposed to be, you know, Phuket, Phuket, I believe is what it's called, Phuket, Thailand, are just supposed to be like paradise, you know. That's so, what I've heard. That's what I've heard. I'm ready to go. I'm talking about it. I'm, I'm hey, ready to get. There you go. Um, so we'll see what happens with Tommy Reese from Notre Dame uh, at Alabama. Um, for the offensive coordinator position, Jeremy Pruitt for the defensive coordinator position. Now there's Sean Dion Hamilton who played for Saban a few years back. I remember him, yeah, and is now at now an assistant defensive coach, uh, assistant coach in the defensive side for the Detroit Lions. Um, he's down at he's down at the Senior Bowl, and he was talking, and they were asking him about about Saban and Pruitt and. And believe it or not, his name has been mentioned once I'd be, or twice. I'd, I'd, I'd be okay with And that. Sean Hamilton, when he asked about Pruitt, because I think he played under Pruitt too, uh, endorsed Pruitt and said Pruitt would be a great choice. And then they asked Sean Hamilton, well, what about you? And your name, he they said, your name's been mentioned. He said, you know, Coach Saban is Coach Saban. He's going to make his, He's going to make the best decision what it is the best – decision for his program and that's what we're going to do and that's you know and if i'm mentioned in there i'll be happy to talk to him so very humble uh university of washington uh ryan grubb is also in in tuscaloosa but he has turned it down or oh he's, oh all, that's already done yeah it's already, okay he's not he's well not there you go yep. georgia co-defense georgia university of georgia co-defensive coordinator glenn schumann um and he started as a graduate assistant under Saban, and then I guess followed Kirby right. over to Athens. Correct. Uh, but overall, Pruitt is the front runner. I'll take it. I'll and, take it. And that's what we got to do. Uh, because you don't have to worry about him going anywhere for a while. Yeah. No. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely not. Now, uh, let's move to Rand Carthen, the general manager of the Titans, and all the work that he has to do. Uh, you know, he came from the 49ers, right? Yeah, oh, absolutely. And you, you heard the rumor. So the 49ers draft – let's, let's turn the page back some. Sure. The 49ers – Last year. Drafted Trey Lance. Correct. The number three overall draft – Number three pick in the overall draft. In the 2021 draft, if I'm not mistaken. Okay, Trey Lance. Trey Lance, what do you do, blow out a knee? Is that what ACL, it? I think. Yeah. Okay. And so then Rand Carthen was obviously involved in that, director of personnel or whatever he was. Mm-hmm. Then they get – also, I believe in that same year they get Jimmy G from That was twenty twenty two. That was this past year's draft. Okay. Yeah. So they get they get then they turn around and get Jimmy Garoppolo, right? Oh yeah, I'm sorry. I think I was thinking about Brock Purdy. Yes. Uh well Garoppolo was already there. Garoppolo's there. Then it, they get it, Trey it, Lance to replace Garoppolo to Right. And, right? Then, and then they draft Purdy as a possible backup. And then yeah. draft Purdy as a backup. So they've got Purdy who Got hurt in this past conference title game, which they lost um, to the Philadelphia Eagles. They've got Trey Lance, and they got Jimmy G, and the Titans have the general manager 
who basically was involved in all three of those acquisitions for the 49ers. Now the Titans are looking at Ryan Tannehill, and they're trying to figure out what's going on. Now, are you really going to trade Ryan Tannehill? Are you really going to get rid of Ryan Tannehill for Trey Lance, he's on on his final year of his contract as Tannehill. Um, I, I don't think you. I don't think anybody's going to trade for him with that kind of salary. I think it's twenty million, but they may cut him. Okay. I mean, I don't know. I mean, but are you gonna? Are you gonna? I mean, are you are you gonna do that in this off season for Trey Lance? I don't see that happening. I don't, Trey Lance has not proven himself. You know, he's got to prove that he can stay healthy. I tell you, a lot of players play be- play a hell of a lot better the last year of their contract. Absolutely. To try to create, <laughs> I mean, try, ask Albert Hainsworth. Try to create value for yourself. Absolutely. So you know, I mean, Tannehill could wake up and decide. You know what? One way or the other, I'm going to have to play a hell of a lot better than I have been. You know. Yeah. And it would also it would also help if the Titans had somebody that could separate from the defensive backs. Yeah, and, like and, an AJ Brown type guy. And, yeah, like an AJ Brown, and and catch the ball, you know, separation, be able to separate speed and catching the ball. You know what I mean? Hey, you think there's anybody else in the NFL right now that's dumb enough to trade away a receiver like AJ Brown for a fourth round pick? Because if there is, they ought to go out there and get him. Unfortunately, I just don't think anybody's dumb enough to give him away for a fourth. Well, round pick. Well, the Titans and the Adams family. Oh have always looked at that franchise as a as a money maker. That's it. That's and they're not gonna honest. they're not gonna spend if you pay Tannehill twenty plus yeah. twenty plus. If you play pay Lawan eighteen plus, fifteen plus, where well, he's not playing. If you pay Henry Her- Harold Landry uh, thirteen plus or to fifteen plus I, then then you know there's not a whole lot really just to be honest with you and if Miss Strunk was sitting in here in the studio opposite me. She'd say, "Well, Drake, you know, there's only so many cookies in the cookie jar that you can pass out. Eventually, you're going to reach after you passed out all the dang cookies. There's no more to pass out to the kids because you passed them all out, and that's what they did. And AJ Brown turned in from he basically instantly became a player when he left Ole Miss, right?" and stepped on the field of the Titans, they knew he was a player from the beginning. He wasn't any – normally it takes three to four years for a wide receiver to really catch on in the NFL after they get out of college. I don't care how good they are. Right. You know, very few just instantly become superstars right out of college. But you know what? A.J. Brown was one of those guys. He was. He absolutely – he was physically ready to do it. So there wasn't any three or four years – of uh, grooming him, getting him into shape, getting him him up to speed. He was ready to go, and I don't think the Titans were prepared for that. And I don't, and I think it snuck up on them. And I think they had already spent way too much money on Tannehill, Lawan, and Harold Landry. Even all three, all three of those are good players, and Lawan and Harold Landry are are good players too. But they've been on the bench. Yeah. They hadn't been helping the team out. Lawan's not worth that kind of money. Not in my opinion. You know, so, you know, it is what it is. And Rand Carthon, Carthon has his work cut out for him, and we wish him the best of luck. All right, this is break number two. I am Drake. This is 
the Front Porch Sports Radio Hour. I'm joined in the studio by Clayton the Claw. If you'll give us a couple of minutes, we're going to come back and talk about, I promise you, we're going to talk to you about last night, about gator bait from last night. I promise you. Columbia Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram Fiat, you can always count on us for a great selection of late model, low mileage, one owner vehicles. All have been thoroughly inspected and are ready to go. You can even save time and buy online with our online shopping tool. Looking to sell your vehicle? Great news! We're paying top dollar for your trade. All makes, all models, and in any condition. Trade in and trade up today. At Columbia Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram Fiat, you can count on us. I'm Barbara Lincoln with Holland's Pharmacy. We have advertised with WKRM and WKOM for the past several years and found it to be very successful. I highly recommend advertising with them if you have a local business like ours. We're located at 1608 Hatcher Lane here in Columbia. We're open Monday through Friday from 8 to 6 and Saturdays from 8 to 2. Stop by Holland's for all your prescription needs where we have fast, friendly, courteous service. We custom fit support hoods for you also. Thanks for supporting Holland's and WKRM and WKOM. For 40 years, the Jewelers Bench has worked hard for their customers and provided the highest quality jewelry at the best price. They keep going back. Recent renovations have allowed them to expand their inventory. More high quality jewelry, custom vintage and estate pieces, and professional jewelry and watch repairs. They also buy gold. The Jewelers Bench, still here, still great service. 808 Trotwood Avenue, Columbia. Hey, this is Derek Ransom with Ten Pin Alley, voted number one family entertainment center in Murray County. We offer 32 bowling lanes, giant arcade, laser tag, bumper cars, and a full cafe and bar menu. We also specialize in group events, kids and adult birthday parties, company parties, sports team parties, and holiday parties. We're located at 322 East James Campbell Boulevard in Columbia. Call us today at 931-381-BOWL or visit us at tenpin.com. Ten Pin Alley, it's where the good times roll. In today's uncertain world, you can never be too careful about your family's financial future. That's why the Parker Group, a part of Barrett's Private Wealth Management, is offering a free second opinion on your financial plans. Let us review your current plan, and we will identify any gaps and offer suggestions to improve it. Please call the Parker Group at 931-548-3737. That's 931-548-3737. Robert W. Barrett and Company Incorporated does not offer tax or legal advice. Do you use Elf Bars? Old School Vapor has over 100 authentic flavors for only $18.99 each. Check out their other January sales like buy one, get one free for select Tesco bars, 25% off glass pipes and Mike Tyson's Delta 8 bites, or 50% off smell-proof bags. Go shop Old School Vapor's selection of over 200 cannabis products from brands like Looper, Torch, Hidden Hills, and more. Check them out on Instagram or Google Old School Vapor to find your nearest location. That's Old School Vapor. Hey, this is Lewis Maddox, and you're listening to the best radio in Middle Tennessee. 101.7 FM, WKOM, Columbia. 
Hi, I'm Robert Rogers at Parks Motor Sales Buick GMC. Parks Motor Sales was founded by my granddad, Bobby Parks, and my great-granddad, Julian Mays, in 1958. We've been family-owned the whole time, and being family-owned, locally-owned, means you get to get your next vehicle or your existing vehicle serviced by the same people who stand in the grocery line with you, drop their kids off at the same school you do, and smile and are happy to see you when they do. So come see us at Parks Motor Sales in Columbia, Tennessee on 919 Nashville Highway or ParksMotorSales.com. Welcome back in to the Front Porch Sports Radio Hour. I am Drake, joined by Clayton, the Claw. And for all you folks out there that did not recognize that snappy tune right there, that is the University of Florida fight song. Right? I mean, it, that's it kinda, is. Yes, it that's is. the University of Florida fight song. And I think probably um, – I would say probably Coach Barnes and his team heard that a few times last night as they traveled down to Gainesville and uh, got beat 67 to 54 to take their first. The Vols took their first loss in the last five games, and they the Vols are nine out of their last ten, so they were on their on a heater, as they say. And Clayton, they're right. The highest they've been ranked in five years, or excuse me, four years, at number two in the country. Well, we saw Alabama in the same boat last week uh, against Oklahoma. Just got absolutely blown out of the water. But you're right. Uh, they went down the games for last night, and they did not shoot the ball well at all. Well, um, midway – Florida had a, had a lead at halftime, I think a six-point lead at right, halftime. Right. And then midway through the second half, the uh, they outscored Florida and went on a little run uh, and took the lead. But then as soon as the Vols took the lead there in the second half, Florida put their foot down and behind the – Cole, uh, Colin Castleton, who scored 11 of his 14 points in that rally there in the second half with a dunk, <clears throat> two free throws, a three-point play, a layup, and a short jumper, and then took the lead back from the Vols, and they pretty much never looked back, and it was over and done with, and the Vols just able to put up 54 points uh, in in Gainesville, and uh that number two ranking is, is going to evaporate pretty quick at that rate. Yeah, they'll probably drop down maybe out, a little bit outside the top five. They should stay in the top ten. So, uh, yeah, I mean, it's uh, it's it's uh, that's not the performance that Vol Nation was expecting. There you go. Uh, from uh, the Vols last from night. From the number two team in the nation. going going. So now the Vols are now 18-4 and four overall and 7-2 and two in conference play. And guess what? Auburn comes to town Saturday. So Bruce Pearl returns home. Or Bruce Pearl goes back home. That's going to be a big game, mm-hmm. you know. That you can hear on our sister station, one hundred three point seven WKRM, this Saturday. Okay, there you go. Uh, last night in Associated Press Top Twenty Five Basketball, number one Purdue 
took care of business by 20 over Penn State. Uh, Xavier and Providence, 16 and 17 in the nation, respectively. Xavier came out with a two-point win. Auburn went to Georgia. Excuse me, Georgia played at Auburn, number 25 Auburn, and they won 94-73 over Georgia. Like I said, the number two Vols went to Gainesville, played the 13-9 Gators and got beat 67-54. And Villanova and Marquette played and at number 14 Marquette. And uh, the 18-5 Marquette, what is their nickname? The Marquette, what is, what is the Marquette? Uh, Mar- I'm thinking – Golden Eagles, but I could be wrong. Okay, I'll, uh, I, I, I'm looking. I'm surprised your steel trap sports mind doesn't know that right off the top of your head. But anyway, Marquette won seventy three sixty four. They won by by eleven, and that game was was close pretty much all the way with Villanova leading most of the way through the first half and at halftime, and then Marquette just uh, decided they weren't having any of it and uh, pulled away at the end and uh, covered and everything in that. In that ball game. So uh, tonight, up on the schedule, the only top 25 game was, are you right? The Golden Eagles. Golden. Marquette Golden Eagles. Well, yeah. congratulations. Yeah, yeah. You're not losing it like I am. Uh, San Diego State is at home against Boise State for an 8 o'clock tip-off, and that should be a pretty good ball game. It really should be. I'm telling you, the Mountain West, if you if you folks have not been paying attention to the Mountain West, they've got about four or five teams out there between Boise State, New Mexico, Utah State, uh, San Diego State. Now there's four or five teams that are, are probably gonna make probably gonna make the tournament and have a good, good chance of whoever they play. Uh, being extremely competitive or winning the first rounds, uh, winning their their first round matchup. I'm just saying. I, I think that's, I think that's what's going to happen. Um, but uh, and what we got tournament? Well, we still got February. We still got, we still got four more weeks to go too. So we, we do. Got, we do. Uh, and, and we're going to try to go to Nashville, Drake, when the SEC tournament's in town. Maybe even do a broadcast live from up there. Oh, that'll be a lot. Of, that'd be a, that'd be a ton of fun. Yeah, it will. And don't forget about our broadcast tomorrow night, starting at five thirty, Summertown at Mount Pleasant. So if you can't make it over to Mount Pleasant Gym tomorrow night, tune us in on one hundred one point seven FM. What you're listening on right now, lock the station in. And uh, we'll bring you the Summertown at Mount Pleasant beginning at 5.30. Pre-game starts at 5.30. Correct. Uh, sponsored by the Murray County Public School Systems. And Columbia Dodge Jeep Ram and Fiat. D- that's right. Uh, absolutely. Um, so, what else you want to talk? we got a couple of minutes to go over. Yeah, what, it, what, well, do you want, what do you want to get into? Man, you know, really just uh, – High school basketball is winding down. They'll be getting uh, – they'll start their district tournaments here in a couple of weeks. Uh, you got college basketball, conference play. Uh, I think each team's probably got about nine to ten games left in the regular season in the SEC. Um, and then we got the Super Bowl coming up. And, and, again, I think the big story this week, obviously, is Tom Brady retiring uh, for for the second time. And he did it on the exact same day that he did it a year ago. Right, that that he retired on a year ago, exactly. and then decided to come back. And if you notice, he did it early in the morning, 
out on the beach by himself with just his phone. And yeah, well, was that what? Well, well, see, I'm I'm a, I'm a I'm I'm a little challenged technology wise. Was that on Instagram? Was he posted that on-, on Twitter and Instagram. Okay, and, okay, and Facebook. I mean, he just basically said, "Look, you know." I did this a year ago, so the fanfare of doing it again, um, I don't deserve and not going to have. But I'm just here to say, you know, I'm, I'm retiring for good. And that really surprised me. I at, least, I at least thought he would wait to kind of weigh his options. You know, we heard the rumors about him and the Raiders and uh, him and possibly the 49ers and uh, possibly him and Sean Payton, Payton getting together, which we didn't mention that. Sean Payton, now the new head coach for – the Denver Broncos, and if you saw, uh, the Saints got some draft picks. You know, we talked about John Gruden getting traded as a coach. Yeah, and we just witnessed absolutely. Trump. And so, can he revive Russell Wilson's career? That's going to be the big question. Or are they going to go outside the box? And, you know, maybe sign a Jimmy G. Or well, I don't. I don't think they can. I don't think they can shy away from. I, I don't think they can stray or shy away from Russell Wilson this early. You know, I think they're going to have to give him. I know, I know. As as mediocre as he looked this he, past and, and year, and not just this year, Drake. Even back the last couple of years with the Seahawks, he was bad. Well, you know, uh, Russell. I think Russell needs to make some decisions whether he wants to get serious about his football it, it, towards the end of his career. That, that's it. Or whether he wants to kind of ride out in the sunset with with uh, Shaka Shakira. What's her name? Sierra Shaka Khan. Now, Shaka Khan's what we heard earlier. Uh, Shakira. Sierra, 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 Sierra. Okay, well, see, that just shows you how old I am. I I don't know any of those people, but uh, and I don't know who Rihanna is. Rihanna, Rihanna, Rihanna. She's gonna be in the Super. You will a week from Sunday. That's why I'm looking forward to Super Bowls, so I can, you know, yeah, I can get in tune with the kids. What's going on nowadays? I tell you, the best Super Bowl performance in the past decade, let's say, has to go to Maroon Five. No, that, that, that's just not, I, that, they were fantastic. Is that when he showed his chest and he had all the tattoos yeah, on his I think chest? Maybe, yeah, yeah, yeah. But as far as a and then he pulled that girl's top down and her boob fell out. No, that was Justin Timberlake. Oh, oh, oh. Okay, all right. Well, yeah. I don't know. That just keeps running back through my head for some reason. And I, you know, maybe this this my old age again jumping up on me and taking control of my mind. So, happy Groundhog's Day to everyone out there and. Uh, we have enjoyed past hour. I hope you have. This is the Frontport Sports Radio Hour. I'm Drake with my man Clayton McClaw. And uh, we're going to be back tomorrow, 4 o'clock Friday, and uh, talk a little bit more about some sports. Y'all have a great night.